Every year, compliance regulations change thousands of times. And every year, ADP makes thousands of seamless platform updates so businesses can focus on everything else, like running their business. Grow stronger with ADP. HR, talent, time, and payroll. Welcome to another episode of the Prosperity on Air podcast. I'm your host, Paola De Vescovi. This episode is all about energy about energy, about prosperity, about self-awareness and how to cultivate self-awareness and check your energy and shift your energy so that you can have a thriving life. This is a topic, as you know, that I love very much. I'm uh, all in energy and I believe so much in energy work. Uh, Everything first happens at an energy level and then you know it is um, transformed into a uh, denser kind of energy that is our physical everyday life so when we are able to um, you know intervene energetically and uh, really make sure that we show up in our life in every area of our life with the right energy, the energy that matches our values, our vision for your for our life and our business, uh, the the energy really that m- matches the the goals that we want to accomplish, the things that we believe in, the person that we want to be in our life and and, and in our business. Our life is different. It becomes a joyful, thriving, prosperous life. Good things happen. And maybe we notice more good things happening in our life and we pay less attention to the things that are not so good. So this is the topic of uh, today's episode of the Prosperity On Air podcast. And I am honored to have a, a... an energy expert, Jennifer Lyle. Jennifer is an intuitive business mentor and a chief energy optimizer. She helps conscious visionary entrepreneurs with a big vision who are losing control with too many ideas and too much to juggle to get centered and focused. As they learn to master their energy and intuition, they can up-level their impact and income while doing what makes the heart sing. Jennifer is known for helping entrepreneurs make million-dollar decisions, trusting their intuition, helping ambitious women to get clear, focused and productive in their business and master their energy so that they have stronger boundaries and can be much happier so as i always say without any further ado let's move into my conversation with jennifer Jennifer, I'm so, so happy that you're here with me today. I have already said something about you and how we met, actually. And 
honestly, this is the very first time that we see each other on video because usually we are on uh, Clubhouse and at the end we will also invite, uh, you know, our listeners to our Clubhouse conversations. But I would love you to say something about yourself, what you do to our audience. Sure. So I'm an intuitive business mentor and chief energy optimizer. So that's my little play on CEO. I help ambitious entrepreneurs who have a big vision to bring to life in the world, but they feel stuck. They have this purpose and they feel this push to go bigger and, and broader, but they're almost afraid of it or overwhelmed by it. And there's just so much to do already. I help them to get grounded, focused and believe in their magic of their vision and keep them on task and focused on a plan of how to bring it to life and then teaching them how to maximize their energy so that they can actually feel good about bringing it to life because it's all about the energy that we bring to every conversation, to every interaction, to everything that we share, everything that we do. It's all about our energy. It's so true. And we share this, uh, you know, uh, uh, commitment to uh, help people, you know, to become more aware of their energy. And, uh, you know, when they become more aware, they can also uh, be able to reach their goals and create whatever they want uh, in uh, in a way that is, um, you know, that ha that is smoother. I like to say, you know, there are uh, less road bumps on the way, and when these road bumps happen, they are able to overcome them more easily. So you said something very important so you you are an entrepreneur you are you have a big vision but then you know there there is something that you know happens and it, it is very difficult to get where you want to get so how does a person start how do you start helping them to become aware of what is happening energetically well, for me, what happens is, first of all, we are in a particular energy when we get that big inspiration, that vision or that knowing of, oh my goodness, this is my purpose. And it sets you on fire. It's like, yes, I can see this. I can see the impact it's going to have on people. I can see the difference it's going to make in the world. And it lights you up. And then you get into the grind of it, of how to bring it to life. And you're interacting with all of these other different people and the the how to do it and figuring it out and and sometimes it just gets overwhelming because especially as you're getting tangled into other people's energy and if you don't bring yourself back to that same energy of how who you were when you received that inspiration it can get overwhelming and really hard and you get caught up in the the shoulds and what they say you should do and how you should do it and all these things of all these processes that it needs to be like this. And it takes you on a trajectory that's in alignment with other people's path that's not necessarily in alignment with your path, especially if you are assessing those options from a place where you're questioning or you're in doubt or you're in worry or fear and you're like oh my gosh oh my gosh i've got to, i've got i have to bring this big vision to life 
And if you become fearful around it, I need help. Maybe this will be the thing that helps me. That is the wrong energy to be throwing at that next step. It's more about coming back into your own power of that big vision of that energy. And then it's like, okay, what feels like the next best step? And then maybe it's an invitation to be on a podcast that you get, or maybe it's uh, something else that lands in your inbox. And then you feel this amazing energy as you read, it's just like, oh, it's like it's in resonance. So I help people with understanding how to understand what opportunities, what in front of them is the energetic match for the vision, but it all flows through them. So you have to be in the energetic match of the big vision in order to properly assess everything that's before you. So let's give something practical to our listeners. How do I understand when I am aligned to my vision or when, you know, the the opportunity or, you know, the the, the situation is aligned uh, with it? What are a few, you know, um, signs that I can follow? Mm -hmm. So for me, what I teach is to check your inner battery. And that is about asking yourself, how do you feel in four areas? Physically, emotionally, mentally, and spiritually. And you, I invite people and we can walk through this process if you feel it would be helpful to the audience to check in to see how they're feeling on a scale of one to 10 in all of these areas. And when you do, you start to understand who am I being in this moment? Am I in this thriving mode, which is where you would have had to been to receive that beautiful inspiration in the first place? And then when you're in that thriving mode, making decisions from there, because when you feel like you're in this survival or suffering mode, there's more the worry and doubt, the, the thoughts that go on in your head are more fearful than they are in belief. You're in fear rather than in faith. You feel a constriction in, in your body. You have this thing of, I need to hurry, otherwise I'm going to miss out on the opportunities. Like, you know what, there's a gazillion different opportunities, ways that the, the universe will weave different things together. If you can hear the inspiration for the action and then take action quickly, the universe is saying, all right, Jennifer, I've got things lined up for you. Here's the idea. Go be in action and let's see what comes of it. But if you stall and it's like, oh my gosh, can I do this? This is going to be a lot to figure out. So the, the pace of how you speak, the thoughts that are going on in your mind, if you feel energized or depleted, if you feel tension or ease, those are some contrasts of how you can recognize whether you're in that thriving state or surviving and suffering state. So let, let's, um, let's assume, you know, I've done this uh, checkup with uh, my energy and I realize, you know, that I am not in the right energetic uh, vibration or, you know, yeah, in the right energetic vibration to be able to uh, be aligned energetically with my vision. Mm -hmm. What can I do to, to shift this energy so that 
you know, I go back into alignment. Anything that makes you happy, whether it is grabbing your favorite cup of tea and just really enjoying it, taking in the aroma, enjoying every sip, stopping to smell the flowers, pulling out your hula hoop. I've been pulling out my hula hoop to have something fun in my day. I love going barefoot in my garden and being in contact with Mother Earth looking at what's blooming in my garden, what what's growing in my garden, hearing the birds, seeing the squirrels, connecting in with nature is a big one for me. Uh, it could be putting on your favorite song and singing and dancing, or it could be petting your cat or your dog or your ferret or your bird or whatever pet you have. Doing something that makes you feel good. Or, or there are times where maybe you're, you feel like crap. And it just is not the right time to be focusing on your vision. You know, maybe you've had a loss in your life and you need to give yourself a bit of space and grace. Maybe you didn't sleep well last night and maybe what you need is another hour nap. Take the time to honor that, rejig your day so you're not trying to push and create something when you're not in the right energetic state. And even if you do try to boost your inner battery, maybe you'll only get up to a little bit higher rather than into that thriving mode because you just, the circumstances are such that it's gonna take more effort to get to the thriving mode than maybe the timeline that you had originally allotted for it. Yeah, and this is what happens very often. We push and push and push ourselves because maybe we have to finish something or, you know, we want to, yeah, complete uh, the, the the task we are working at. And maybe, you know, we we don't put into that the right energy and therefore we don't produce also the expected results because we are operating from, you know, an, an energetic, uh, vibration that is not you know the right one that we need you know to for that task or to to reach a particular goal that that's true and uh, it, it i i assume that you also notice that with your clients that we are pushing 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 and i notice at the times that i fall back into that routine myself where i've got to push just to get something done and it's just like ah oh. um What's fascinating is recognizing the times when that really comes about. I was visiting with my mom and my brother uh, two weekends ago, and I was helping them with some yard work around the house. My brother has a, a large property and he's not able to take care of it and lots of stuff going on. He didn't have a lawnmower uh, working and he finally got that working and I got some lawn cutting down. My husband cut down a tree. We discovered that there was this infestation from this other insect. And so there was all this pile of brush that needed to be dealt with. And it's getting to be six o'clock and there's so much to get through. And so we came up with a plan of how to deal with the brush and everyone got tired and I got tired too. But I saw that I was almost at the end of the pile and they're all sitting relaxing and, and just like, come on, come over here. It's just like, I'm almost done. I didn't want to leave that pile for my brother to have to deal with. And I didn't want to have to come back and deal with it. So I pushed through, but it was fascinating witnessing also the energy that was coming up in me, because that's also a pattern from my family 
they had their own business. They would work. My mom would leave at seven in the morning and not come home till 11 at night. So that pushing, pushing, pushing. So being around them, it's just like, no, let's just get this done. That came up. So, oh, like, oh. and then I was mad. Honestly, I was mad for like a day afterwards. I was still entangled in that energy. So it's just fascinating how we can get caught up in these old patterns from different situations and different people that we are around. And how do we uh, disentangle from them? And then how do we approach it differently? So my brother then called me the next day saying, all right, with this insect infestation, I need help in this way, X, Y, Z. And it's like, I'm sorry, I can't come during the week. I can't, I can come on the weekend. So I had to create my boundaries. And then when I went on the weekend, I felt a lot of guilt because the insect had devastated. It ate a whole tree. Like it ate all the leaves. So there's always things that we're balancing, right? Yeah. yeah. Balancing Absolutely. so much. Absolutely. You know, now that you were speaking, I, uh, you reminded me of me, of myself a few months ago and it was in October and I come from, you know, a very similar kind of family pattern where you have to work hard and you have to push yourself because you have to complete what you're doing. And, uh, and, you know, this is hard, this hard work, you know, is what makes you successful and able to fulfill whatever you want to fulfill. So it was in October, it was the second lockdown for us here. And, uh, you know, uh, all these online meetings that increased in numbers with clients, with networking, with things, and I was pushing me to do these meetings back to back to back to back. And I was totally, I cannot say ignoring because I was, you know, um, aware that my body was saying, stop it. I can't take it anymore. Stop mm. it. Stop it. But I pushed myself and I pushed myself and my blood pressure skyrocketed. I had 200 over 120 mm. and uh, my son had to take me to the hospital to bring it down as soon as possible. And, you know, everything was spinning around me for six weeks. Um, I had the impression to be on a boat all the time in the <laughs> because, you know, everything was moving around me. And so now I'm taking, you know, a treatment for high blood pressure and all these things. And I was ignoring the signals that my body was sending me. So this is also leads me to the question, right? Uh, again, how, yeah, you already said what I can do, you know, to be, to understand whether my energy is aligned with my goal or not, and how to shift my energy. But how do I really, you know, I can be 100% sure that I am receiving these messages through my body because it's through our bodies that we receive the messages and I don't ignore them. What mm -hmm. can I do to be sure? So here's the thing. Just like we all know that if we want to lose weight, we need to eat less and exercise. 
simple formula. Everybody knows it. How many people follow through? And that is the difference. It is the discipline. I have a binder where I check in with my energy throughout my day. And so when I was at my family's, I didn't have my binder there. I wasn't stopping to checking and to write it down. Not that I have to write it down, but I was just so caught up in the, I'm there, we got stuff to do, we're getting it done, that I didn't stop until I got home that night. When I'm in my space, I pause and I check in. It's part of my morning routine. I have a notification on my calendar, but I like to pause and check in before different tasks, because I want to see who am I being before I hop on this podcast with Paola? Who am I being before I go on that prospective client call? Who am I being before I end my day and then go to spend time with my family? It is about creating the discipline of pausing and asking myself, how am I? What do I need right now? And that's it. So I ran a program. I've run my program's called my energy check, teaching people how to check their inner battery. And I've run the program uh, a few times where I had it in one format. And I had one person who's in chronic pain, who, you know, she realizes that, you know, even though I'm in chronic pain, I still want to have fun in life. And so she went to a wedding uh, and danced the night away at on um, at the oh, sorry on the dance floor, and then the next day she had an all day training, and she was on the dance floor saying, "Even though I know I'm going to pay for this, I want to have fun. I don't want it to be limited by my pain." And then she went for her training the next day, and then what happened on Monday really surprised her, because she was checking her inner battery all the time, and getting present to when she was off. She was doing a better job of managing her energy and managing her pain. So on Monday morning, she slept in a little bit and then she was able to get back to her normal routine. Whereas typically she would be wiped out for two days after something like that. So when people create the discipline habit of checking their inner battery throughout the day, that's the key. When I was first given this process, several years ago, and I was just checking my inner battery in, in the morning. And that was nice awareness. But that's at that moment in time. It's kind of like checking the weather in the morning. And then, you know, it can go sideways, it could be storms the rest of the day. You need to, if, especially if you're doing something outside and you want to enjoy the day, you need to see what's the forecast going to be like up ahead. So pausing to check in throughout my day. That's when things shifted for me huge in my business. I doubled my revenue over the last year with the pandemic because I took greater responsibility instead of just checking in the morning, in the evening, and once in the middle of the day, I was checking throughout the day and shifting things. So it expanded my capacity. I was more productive because as you said, you know, you could be there pushing, 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 and then you do something and then you go back and you look at it later. It's like, oh, that's crap. And you wasted that time. Whereas if I had taken 10 minutes just to boost my inner battery and then take action, it's different quality of work. It's a different flow. So creating the habit. Yeah. And I just wanted to say, 
And it is important to understand that we are not taking time away from, you know, our activities during the day when we take the time to check with the, uh, to check our energy and to, you know, be aware of the energy that we are putting into everything that we are doing isn't it? We are, we are not. Uh, yes. Yes. And so I want to make the distinction because there's this big self-care movement and people will think, oh, self-care, that's kind of nice and fluffy. This is not self-care. This is self-awareness. This is checking yourself before you take action. So rather than showing up stressed out from your day and you're cranky and then you go to be in conversation with the people you love and then you spew all this crap all over them because you had a crappy day because you didn't take responsibility for yourself it's not fair to them and it's not fair to you and it's not fair to whoever is with you at the end of the day you know think about the customer that you might be supporting in the morning versus the client that you're helping in the afternoon you're not your best are you able to guide them in your best way? So it's about self-awareness and choosing to have this unwavering dedication to enjoying life and to thriving and letting that energy, because it just feels so good when we're in that thriving state, right? Things just feel so much better. It's easier. You're in that flow state more and more. But if you don't take responsibility and for how you're showing up in that moment and you're not aware, then you're dragging stuff from the morning, yesterday, even five years ago, maybe if you had a conversation with your sister and then something got dragged up from five years ago, then you're ruminating, you're bringing all that energy into the next thing that you do and the next and the next and the next until you say, uh, uh-uh, nope, that's not who I'm going to be. You checking your thoughts because you're checking in to see how you're feeling physically, emotionally, mentally, and spiritually. You're checking your thoughts. You're checking your emotions. You're checking physically. Do you need to drink more water? Something so simple as that has a massive impact on your energy and it transforms your ability to think, your ability to make decisions. Massive impact. Yeah, no, I I totally agree with you. Listen, you know, um, there are people and everyone you know has uh, bad very bad difficult moments in uh, in their lives and especially you know as a result of uh, covid you know there are so many entrepreneurs who were forced to shut up their to shut their businesses and uh, uh, you know who are uh, really finding finding it difficult now to make ends meet so what can we say you know to people who are now at this very moment in a difficult situation and and i understand that when you are in these situations it is difficult to you know um to feel joy or you know to to find the thing that makes you feel joyful you know so that you can shift your energy what is it something that you can do when you are at this very low energy level just to shift yourself a little bit and you are you know in in that difficult moment i have people who tell me you know don't tell me i have to be happy because you know i cannot be happy at this very moment right that's the choice that they're making they're choosing their own prison of misery and so it's we choose our own destiny 
So if they want to choose to, I, you can't make me happy now. Well, that's their choice. It really is. They can choose to stay soaking in that misery, or you can choose just to shift a little bit. It's like, okay, how can I simply take a break from that focus right now? Going for a walk. The path to the solution to your problems is not in the misery. Right. I'm sorry, I, 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 I have very little tolerance for people who choose to stay there. It's, I, I, yeah. I'm speechless. Yeah. yeah. And I, I get it. Like I have been there. I can see how I created my own problems because I kept focusing on the problems and it wasn't until I could stop focusing. I just needed to focus 51% on the possibility and potential and solutions in order to get out of the problems. Yeah. It's like so if you're that's important. That's important what you are saying. You don't have to feel the happiest person in the world. It, you have to be just, you know, a little bit happier than you are when you feel miserable, right? Yes, 51% is all you need to do is to start to shift things to a new direction. And so maybe you're feeling miserable, but you go out for a walk and you see some roses in the garden and you stop and smell the roses. And for that instant, you feel a little bit better. And then you hear the birds sing. Yeah. And then, oh, the sunshine feels good. And then when you're in that slightly better feeling state, you get an idea of, huh, this isn't working. But you know what? There's an opportunity I can see right across the street. Look at business. There's something about that business. I'm just drawn to go in you in a conversation then with the shop owner. And there's some sort of synergy and there ends up being a connection. And just because you followed that little bit of feeling better. Yeah, that's so, that's so true. And it's a lifetime work, isn't it? A lifetime checking with your energy. It is. It is. It's a choosing to be happy. Happier people live longer. That's it. That's it. And, you know, it, it was interesting. I was reading a book. So I have a, a, an intuitive business mastermind. And as part of it, the first month we focus on mastering your energy. The second month we're focusing on mastering your thinking. And one of the teachings that I was sharing today uh, is about the universal law of thinking and how you think and how powerful our thinking is. And it was, re it quoted, this book is from like the 1920s and it was talking about uh, how a doctor had uh, been quoted in an article and the headline in this newspaper article was, do not fear the flu. So this is when the Spanish flu pandemic was occurring. Do not fear the flu because fear will make it so you're more susceptible to the illness. So when you feed the fear, you're just compounding that experience. So prosperity is at a very different vibration. Absolutely. Absolutely. Prosperity does have a different vibration uh, indeed. No? And, you know, prosperity is this, you know, to, to, to be in uh, joy, to feel fulfilled, 
to appreciate every single moment in in your life we have this life i mean probably we have many other lives but we won't remember this one so <laughs> let's let's enjoy it uh fully right mm -hmm. and and it is right when you are you know uh trapped in in your misery in your fears in your worries um you operate from that space and how can you create abundance prosperity and joy from fear and anxiety and concern yes you cannot yeah you're so wise yeah yeah, you can. And the other, you said, uh, you know, there's this self-care movement and we are speaking about self-awareness. And what I also say to my clients, I'm running a program right now you know, where I teach people how to balance your energy with the energy of your business. So, yeah. Okay. And, and, I was, uh, and I was saying to them, remember, you owe to yourself happiness, um, joy, um, fulfillment, abundance, because remember that you are the only person in your life you are going to have a lifelong relationship with. Mm -hmm. So you take care, you know, of your parents, your brothers, sisters, husbands, wives, children, pets. <laughs> and how many people tend to put themselves last in the in the list? Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Yep. And it doesn't yeah. serve them. It doesn't serve them. Absolutely. So we we really uh, we really have to become aware of our own energy also because we are energy beings, aren't we? Absolutely. And and the thing is, is so the distinction between the self-care and self-awareness is it's wonderful to take that bubble bath. It's wonderful to do all those things. But if you take half an hour for a beautiful bubble bath and you enjoy that for a little bit, but then you go back to the old habits, it doesn't serve you. This pause to check in to see how you're feeling and recognizing, oh, I'm really surprised. I'm I'm a three right now. And that's like really surprising because I'm enjoying whatever's happening. What's going on under the surface? And then you can ask yourself, okay, so what's going on here? And it's like, oh, so I am sad because it's the anniversary of my father's death. And I didn't realize how much sadness I've been just trying to cover up right? There's these little things that we can have. Um, my husband and I, this check-in has transformed my communication with my husband. Because when we have something, he'll be like, I don't understand, like, why are you pushing me on this? And then I'm able to pause and ask myself, what's going on? So recently, we have this vision of building our dream home. And we're talking about the dream kitchen. And he would love to have an island in the dream kitchen. And he wants to have the cooktop in the yeah. cooktop in the, in the island. And he's like, you know, it could be really nice. We can be entertaining and you can be cooking and you can have people sitting right there. And I'm like, no, 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 I don't want that. And he's like, what's going on? Like, why are you pushing me? 
And it's like, okay, so what is it that comes up? Well, number one, the idea of everything splattering all over and worrying about things splattering on people. And this vision of the whole kitchen and dining room and living room being all open concept then. And then when it comes to sit down and enjoy the meal and enjoy the company afterwards, I'm going to be feeling like everyone's judging me from all the dirty dishes from cooking the meal because it's all they're being seen. And there's shame that I feel in that. And because I was able to pause and check in and say, Ooh, well, isn't that interesting? And when I grew up, I mentioned early in the conversation, my mom worked from seven in the morning until 11 o'clock at night. She didn't have time to do the dishes. So the dishes piled up. So, and I wasn't allowed to have friends over because everything was a mess because my mom didn't have time to clean up and we didn't get trained on how to clean up for her. So there is a lot of baggage there that we don't even realize that we carry forth that then impacts the decisions that we're making here and today. So it helps with understanding why is there that little edge in your voice? Why is there like emotion coming up about something so simple? What's going on? Yeah. And it is so important. We, we do so many things automatically, don't we? And we don't take the time to check, you know, how something is making us feeling. Mm -hmm. And we stay in situations that are not good for us. Yes. Because we don't check with ourselves, right? So let's give a very simple uh, example of how you do this checking. Perfect. Okay. So if you have a, a pen and paper handy, I encourage you to yeah, grab I it. Do. I do. You're, you're going to want to write down on one line physically. Yeah. A little bit of space. The next line emotionally. Yeah. And then mentally. And then lastly, spiritually. Right. Mm -hmm. you take a moment and pause. Close your eyes, take a breath, and just get present to your body and ask yourself on a scale of one to 10, how do I feel physically right now? First number that comes to you, one is low and 10 is high. Okay. And then write down a few reasons why you're rating yourself that number. So I feel like I'm still thirsty. So I, I do know I want to drink more and I feel like I want to add some coconut water to hydrate myself more. I'm an 8.5. I'm also feeling really good because I went for a bike ride and I was coming up with excuses of, oh, I need to get back. And so I can't do that full 10K bike ride. It's like, no, I'm doing my 10K. I'm doing it. And I feel better for doing it to move my body more. So present to that. Next question, tuning into your heart on a scale of one to 10, how am I feeling emotionally right now? One is low and 10 is high. And then a few words around why you're rating yourself that. So for me, I rated myself a nine because I love the, the authentic connection that we have. Like we've, we've developed a rapport over the last several weeks too in our conversations on Clubhouse, which I think has helped and we're really aligned 
but the the little bit of contribution of a bit of stories and awareness has just been so I feel seen and heard and I feel like I am seeing and hearing and acknowledging you and there's a, a beautiful energy exchange here and that's so I'm feeling really good. It was a nine for me too, for the same reasons. <laughs> <laughs> Beautiful, I love it. And then going back inside again and getting clear on what's going on mentally on a scale of one to 10, how do I feel mentally right now? And this is about uh, how clear thinking are you? How foggy are you? What are the thoughts that are coming up in your mind? Are they focused on what you do want or focused on what you don't want? And I'm hovering between a 7.5 and an 8. And then the next question is, on a scale of 1 to 10, how do you feel spiritually? And this is about how connected you feel to whatever it is that you believe in, whatever higher power. If it's a God, if it's Allah, if it's Buddha, if it's the universe, or just faith that things are going to work out, or your purpose, or your higher self. Or if this question doesn't resonate, you don't need to go there. And if it does, check in on a scale of one to 10, how do you feel spiritually right now? And for some people with what's been occurring in these current circumstances, maybe you find that spiritually you're feeling a little low because you haven't been able to get to your place of worship. Or maybe you had a fantastic meditation practice this morning and you feel amazing. Whatever it is, it's just awareness. All of this is for your own personal awareness. So now you see these numbers and you say, okay, I've got this information. Now what do I do with it? If you are an eight, nine, or 10, you're thriving. Fantastic. If you are a five, six, or seven, you're surviving. So you're hovering between that thriving and getting lower into that suffering, one, two, three, four, suffering. So if you are in suffering or surviving, you are infusing that energy into the conversations you're having, into the work that you're doing, into the perspective of how you're navigating through your day. And you can choose. We all have, we have multiple timelines, multiple lifetimes in front of us. And every moment we get to choose, am I focusing on the one where I'm thriving or am I focusing on the one where I'm surviving? Because the next steps that you're going to take are going to be taking you further down that timeline. It's your choice, completely your choice. And if you say, ah, nope, whoa, 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 I don't, nope, don't want to go that way. Let's pick door number one where I'm thriving. Okay, I need to boost myself up going for that walk, doing that dance, taking some deep breaths, doing some stretching, stopping and smelling the flowers, whatever it may be, because I want to walk that thriving path. That is what I am declaring I'm creating for my world. It's a choice. And then to do this throughout your day, and you start to recognize patterns in your thinking, in how much you drink, you notice that when you don't drink enough water, that your mental capacity starts to shift. In the people you engage with, you start to recognize how they impact your energy, how you plan your day. All these things you start to recognize as you track it throughout your day. And then you can also see trends over a longer period of time of, you know, the moon cycle, your personal cycle, the seasons, the weather, and how it all impacts you. And that is where you become empowered and aware you said a very important thing uh, by the way i'm 
very happy with the results I have. Now I'm in a fantastic, uh, energetic situation because I had, you know, only my mental uh, uh, energy is around seven because I recognize that, you know, especially lately, I've been having so many things going on in my mind. And, uh, you know, my mind is a little bit cluttered, let's say, but all the rest, you know, is eight and nine. So I'm very happy with <laughs> with this result. But you said an important thing, boundaries. And we talked about that in our clubhouse uh, session, right? Uh, so it is very important to to create healthy boundaries because our energy also is in contest constant contact and you know um how can i say um merging <laughs> with the energy of our envi environment and other people so just one quick piece of advice to you know help our listeners to set boundaries so that they that we can protect our energy so it really is about keeping your energy Full, your inner battery full. And so if you want to close your eyes, and if you could imagine like if there was a battery, just like if there's a battery on the phone, imagine that from your, your belly button up to uh, just above your heart, that there's a battery there. So if you can take a deep breath in through the nose and imagine this energy coming up, 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 up and filling up and as you exhale, you release whatever is heavy or cluttering up your energy fields. And you can do that again. Inhale, filling your inner battery up, 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 and exhaling, releasing. And as you do it one more time, we're going to imagine that your energy field is expanding out. So inhaling, battery fills up, energy field expands. And then as your energy field expands, it's like a bubble around you and it helps to uplift whatever it is that you're engaging with so if somebody comes at you it's all cranky and stuff because you filled your inner battery and you've expanded your energy fields it helps to neutralize and dissipate and dissipate what they've got going on and uplift them to a new place of possibility that Beautiful, very simple and very powerful. So Jennifer, um, I don't want to take too much of your time. So I would like you to tell our listeners where they can know more about you. So where they can find you. And I will put all the links in the show notes of the episode. Thank you. So uh, you can visit my website, jlyall.com. Um, and if you like, you can go straight to jlyall.com forward slash energy. And I will uh, be in your inbox for seven days. And it's a seven day energy transformation. I walk you through this process of checking in. And I remind you every day to check in and provide you with a little more depth of understanding about strategies for how you can get more out of the check-ins, a body scan meditation, and how to go deeper into the process and start to create the habit of good energy in your world. Yeah, and I suggest that you do it because when you do it, with somebody like uh, Jennifer, who takes you step by step in this process is even more effective. So make sure 
that you go to that page and and also i you you know you're on social media so where can can they find you on social media jennifer yeah i so the links to my facebook linkedin and uh youtube and instagram are all on my website as well okay perfect perfect and we can also invite you know our listeners to join us on friday on right. Clubhouse, yes, absolutely. The Quantum Growth Club. Uh, watch for the Women's Empower Hour every Friday uh, from at 5 p.m. British Summertime or 12 noon Eastern Standard Toronto Time. We'd love to have you there. We're there for an hour of really empowering conversations of how you can show up as the best version of you and feel empowered in your business. So thank you so much, Jennifer, for being with me today. And I, I hope that you come and visit me on my podcast very soon again for another conversation full of energy and uh, prosperity and positivity. And for our listeners, thank you so much for being with us. We wait for you on Friday and every Friday, actually, on Clubhouse, if you want to join our conversations and you, we will see each other or hear each other next week with another episode of the Prosperity On Air podcast. Bye for now. There's a monumental shift in power at work. Employees are speaking up, turnover is rising, salaries are increasing, hiring is tough, and burnout is real. It's time to unleash growth. It's time to transform your HR from powerless to powerful. Join ADP on February the 23rd. Reserve your spot now. Go to gettheplan.adp.com to register for the Work Interrupted Summit.